Hi everyone, I'm Ahana. And I'm Celine. And welcome back to another episode at the We, we Are Podcast. Podcast. So today we decided we were going to talk about something a little informal. And just mm-hmm. because we've noticed a lot of things in the news and we just wanted to bring it to everyone's attention. Um, also because there wasn't like too many news updates this week that we wanted to discuss. So yeah, we thought this was kind of important. Yeah, totally. Um, so we just really wanted to talk about kind of like some events that are happening right now. And I think one of the biggest ones is like there are a lot of fires in Canada right now. And that's like really affecting not only like them, but our air quality in the U.S. Mm-hmm. too. Um, so basically what's happening is that there are a lot of like wildfires in Canada right now. And since it's so like hot and dry there, um, they're basically predicted to sustain like during the whole summertime season just because it's so hot so they spread more easily and they're not contained by things like rain or like moisture in the weather patterns yeah yeah and there's also like uh i did a news update about this where they found that there was over 450 wildfires in canada spreading across like ontario and all sorts of places and since there it was such like on um what's it called uncontained yeah uncontained fires they like entirely weren't able to keep the air quality good at all and it spread all the way like Celine said into the U.S. especially on the east mm-hmm. coast like there's a lot of um pollution and bad air quality among yeah. New York specifically mm-hmm. and it's just really sad to see um especially because Canada is kind of known for being like a dry cold place mm-hmm. there's not like, like a really lot of, rainy yeah 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 not dry I don't know why I said that I mean like a cold like <laughs> like mud moisture not really moisture but like rainy place yeah there's a lot of precipitation i would say in canada and it's super like rare for this to happen i mean we haven't Mm -hmm. seen it happen i've never heard of it happen especially to the extent where it's like going across countries like it's oh yeah literally uh, like in two different countries and the smoke is transferring Mm -hmm. so heavily it's ruining our respiratory conditions Mm -hmm. and you know, it's ruining a lot of environments and ecosystems as well. So it's just yeah. really sad. Like, the air quality is really affected, which is, like, not good for a lot of reasons. Like, your health, like, breathing that in isn't good. But it sucks because it's, like, during summer and people want to go outdoors and, like, enjoy themselves outside. So it's, like, the worst thing because, like, when the air quality is really bad, it's advised for you to, like, stay indoors. So it's just hard, like, especially during the summertime, I feel like, that is taking place. No, and on top of that thousands of people had to get evacuated yeah because yeah. of how bad it was you know so many people had to leave their mm-hmm. homes they had to it's move. scary for yeah, a lot of people and it's also has a big devastating impact on their financial state mm-hmm. i would say because they'd have to leave their jobs and mm-hmm. probably a lot of people weren't able to work as much as they would like or even at all so it's having adverse effects on like every sector you can mm-hmm. think of um and you know and this comes back to a common theme of climate change and how climate change is essentially like impacting how we as humans operate and how our world is is just period so um another thing that like we saw and we've noticed recently just in the area that we live is that the weather has been really weird here as Mm -hmm. well um 
last summer and the summers before that, it was really dry. It didn't rain that much, and it was so much hotter than it was when we were kids. Yeah. This summer, it's been raining, like, every mm-hmm. single day, and where yeah. we live, it yeah. doesn't rain, like, ever. Like, it doesn't rain very much mm-hmm. at all, and it's been yeah. raining every day. Yeah, and I think, like, a common misconception about climate change, a lot of people will say, like, oh, if it's raining a lot or if it's, like, snowing or something like that, then, like, there's yeah. no global warming. But, like, a big thing that, like, comes to play with global warming and climate change is just the fluctuations in weather patterns and like that can mean having more snow than usual or having more cold weather but like those astronomical changes are really like what mark the fact that we can see that oh okay like our climate is really changing even though it's not like burning hot all the time the change is still part of the global warming yeah no i definitely agree i know a lot of people are like oh that whole climate change thing was wrong whenever it's snowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially where we live a lot of people do say that but it's so important to note that the super like adverse and weird fluctuations in temperature in um precipitation and just conditions in general is a result of climate change it's Mm -hmm. just having super like uh, eccentric weather, I right. would say, like, yeah. unpredictable, crazy weather, that's it. all the result of it, and that super, like, just erratic patterns, it shows you how um, global warming is impacting the way our weather works, too, and it's, it's just, it's interesting, but it's also devastating, because mm-hmm. so many, like, different, I know, like, a lot of um, bugs, butterflies, mm-hmm. and animals, a lot of their migration patterns are so messed up because of this. Like, actually, where we live, too, there's been a big moth infestation. Oh, my gosh, like, there are moths everywhere. Moths so everywhere. It was, it was all over the news, I think, for a period, because... Mm-hmm this is like unusual and the reason Mm -hmm. it happened was because the climate patterns are changing so they migrated earlier than they would and in Mm -hmm. larger quantities than Mm -hmm. usual so there's just moths everywhere and it's like it's weird to see how everything's interconnected like from Mm -hmm. things such as just like rain to even like moth migration patterns like it's all connected to global warming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah it's kind of it's crazy yeah it really is and it's important to know that like we're not the only ones affected like wildlife is like greatly affected Mm -hmm. by this too so like even if we don't want to save the planet for like ourselves like at least we can um try to like put in some effort for like the wildlife who really aren't contributing to it at all no exactly and vice versa if we don't want to save it for the wildlife save it for ourselves Um, true yeah i feel like most people wouldn't be thinking that way yeah but yeah yeah but yeah um yeah i agree it's it's really yeah it really is oh hopefully like honestly my thing is it's hard for one person to do something but when like a huge group of individual people come together and do something that's when like you can actually like create an impact in society Mm -hmm. and i think especially now we need to start putting a lot of like pressure on corporations to cut back um, especially like Amazon, bigger corporations, mm-hmm. mining industries, petroleum plants, yeah. even governments to pass legislation that helps with climate change advocacy. Like that will be so beneficial in mm-hmm. so many different facets because it's like if we are able to like if we're individually not able to do something on a larger scale, we can band together and create petitions so that the government yeah. is held accountable to create sort of stipulations and regulations for companies that have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they get, like, penalized. And obviously, companies don't want right. to get any 
taxes or like anything Mm -hmm. that makes them lose profit so they're going to change if we're able to enact like legislation that is Mm -hmm. going to impact exactly and how you do that is through like a big nationwide even statewide just petition yeah advocacy efforts can actually really be successful and we'll talk about that more in the second half some specific examples but yeah no i totally agree that corporations are really big perpetrators because they're using so much like I don't know, whatever it is from, like, using a lot of paper and, like, taking part in a lot of deforestation activities or, like, using a lot of fossil fuels and stuff, yeah. they're often, and, like, like non- the biggest... Single-use plastics, non-reusable yeah. things, mm-hmm. just in general. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, that kind of sums up our first half. Right now, we're just kind of doing a quick overview of this issue. Mm-hmm. In the second half, we'll talk more about, like, legislation and also, like, some things in Montana that are happening yeah. that we think yeah. is important. So stay, right, tuned. so stay tuned. Bye. Welcome back from the break. Hello. So, um, in this half, we're going to talk more about kind of advocacy and, like, what you can do as well as what some other people have done. So, yes. Yeah, so, there was actually a really recent advocacy for climate change that took place. I did a news update on that. So, if you want it super in-depth, um, check out our last news update episode. But essentially, this group of, like, young people in Montana actually sued their state for climate change and for, like, them contributing um, to basically, like, making an environment that's, like, not healthy and how that violates the Constitution. And, like, the people, the plaintiffs who sued the state were actually ranged from ages 5 to, I think it was, like, 22 or something. But, like, that's so interesting. I know. Like, that's, like, really young. So I thought it was cool because you can do that as you well. You can sue as you a five-year-old? Yeah, Crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, probably not on your own, but they were part of a group, so. Yeah, that's really cool. But, yeah, that's really cool. Um, So basically they sued Montana saying that the state was, like, violating their constitution by, like, basically being perpetrators of, like, climate change by encouraging industries and kind of – they were, like, passing some – legislation that was essentially protecting industries and like making it so groups that typically do like oversight over things like um climate change and stuff like that couldn't actually be doing that and there were no like regulations on their corporations because as we talked about those ones are like some of the biggest perpetrators for like um fossil fuel usage and energy usage so that's kind of like the you know the overview of the case no, I I think that's, like, really admirable because it's mm-hmm. super cool to see such, like, a young group of, like, people that are freshly in college or, you know, even, like, five-year-olds yeah. part of something that is, like, a big deal and is also probably going to impact a lot of things, you know. Even if they don't win the case, mm-hmm. they might... I mean, not they might. They already have gained national attention and have brought a lot of attention to their cause, which will help them further like that and hopefully, you know, enact some change. Mm -hmm. And I think even if they don't win, the Montana legislature is probably now more aware of how people are sensitive to climate change issues and will act to be more... I guess, like, sensitive to those Mm -hmm. issues, which I think is really important and really cool, too. Um, And speaking of, like, other advocacy things, I know there was, like, this city in Florida that, like, banned um, recycling in some ways, and people, like, a group of high schoolers arranged, like, a protest walk where they, like, basically walked in front of their state's legislature and sort of, like, advocated for 
change in that sort of field which I think is really admirable as well because it shows a lot like how you know you get attention for things and those can bring about change and I think that's like a really cool thing that you know is something you can do if you see like a law or policy enacted in your community that Mm -hmm. you think is like bad for these situations especially as we're seeing like this year is like one of the years that i'm like specifically seeing so many weird weather patterns and things that's making me really realize how how much sooner and how much more detrimental the effects of climate change are happening than we probably think Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just really interesting yeah no absolutely i think we're seeing it a lot around us um just like the effects of climate change but we're also seeing a lot more advocacy and like people Mm -hmm. actually taking a stand and like doing things so that they can bring attention to the issue like nationally or just like with smaller things so I think it's definitely like everyone's capable of bringing light to it in some way whether it be by like educating those around you or like holding some protest or like posting stuff on your story supporting certain legislation or opposing others so I think everyone like holds the power to advocate in some shape or form yeah I totally agree and it's definitely something that um, I feel like it's is talked about a lot on social media and is talked about a lot on um, other platforms and there's a lot of petitions and advocacy going on. But while that's happening, it is just as much people that don't care, just as much people who know about it and say they care but don't do anything and are mm-hmm. indifferent to petitioning or doing anything for the cause. So as much as many people there are that are doing good there's so much there's that much better that we can do and then when we get there there's that much better more that we can do and there's just like you know we keep going until we find some sort of i'm not even going to say solution but some sort of like peace with the issue Mm -hmm. where we can figure out something that would work in the long term and isn't just temporary like everything we've been seeing so far Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes like a solution doesn't come in like one part like it can be like multiple different efforts and multiple different pieces of legislation and it may not even solve the issue but if we can at least mitigate the effects and reduce our impact even slightly like that's going to be helpful um so yeah i mean i think like trying to totally reduce it or reverse it may not even be possible at this point but like everything we can do to slow it and to do what we can to try to make it you know yeah. have less of an impact on us because I think it definitely is affecting as we talked about like these heightened natural disasters and like um all these changing weather patterns which are really concerning yeah no I definitely agree another thing um is that when we're like talking about petitions and stuff there's also things you can do like just in your own life that can like you know slow down your waste and um like just the amount of plastic you use Mm -hmm. and like i said obviously one person isn't gonna like change the whole thing but a bunch of individuals together if we find a group if we make groups of people in our communities even small groups eventually those groups add up and it does make a difference in the whole so you know like starting maybe like a group or maybe committing you and your whole family to being as minimal waste as possible like i know celine you have like a garden and a compost pile which is like a great Mm -hmm. use of extra materials that Mm -hmm we go to waste and that you might be like oh how does like composting food help with anything like that doesn't have plastic or anything but if you look it has a root cause because the less food you Mm -hmm. waste the less food needs to be produced because Mm -hmm. we're wasting less yeah and 
you know, the production of food takes a lot into it, a lot of energy, a lot of water, a lot of soil, just a lot of different resources that eventually all lead mm-hmm. back to the same thing, which is climate change. Yeah, no, definitely. I think there are like some smaller things you can do as well. Like if you can try to find alternatives that are better for the environment, um, and just like replace things mm-hmm. if possible, I think that can be really helpful. Like for example, using less plastics or things that are, like, um, biodegradable and stuff can be yeah. helpful. And obviously, I understand that a lot of people can't afford those Yeah, things, no, totally, yeah. And I totally understand that. But if you can, there's obviously things that you do. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, there's other things you can do that don't involve any costly materials that can mm-hmm. still greatly benefit our environment. Yeah, totally. While that may be one way for you to do it, there are also a ton of other ways. So I think everyone's different. Um, And everyone can have, like, a different way of, like, being able to help the climate and what is right for them and what works for their situation. So I think it does totally depend, but there are so many ways, for sure. Yeah. All right. I think that sort of sums up our little Mm -hmm. thing, we spiel that we wanted to talk (laughs) about real quick. Um, In the future, I think we're going to do a little bit more in-depth video on our podcast episode on climate change and just go into, like, more of the science behind Mm -hmm. it and, like, what exactly is happening and the things that are contributing to it but i hope today just kind of gave you a view into like what's happening in our world right now that makes us concerned and a little bit about the things you can do to prevent these issues from um sort of being more what is it that word prevalent no there's like widespread ex ex existential i don't know something that's like accentuated no it's like make it really big I don't even know. I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, but basically, we're we're just trying to mitigate this, and hopefully you can too. So, um, that's all we have for today, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed and learned something today. As always, our social media is in our bio. Follow us and follow the pod, and stay tuned. All right, thank you. Bye.